Hi guys, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me this morning. Before getting into it, I want to remind you that this is the Christmas season. It's a time of love and joy to the world. Our Lord has come. A time to celebrate the coming of Jesus Christ into the world who is our salvation. For as many as confess with their mouths that Jesus Christ is Lord and believe in their hearts that God has raised him from the dead, they will be saved. That is God's promise. He can do something we could never do on our own. We have no means of saving ourselves, and there is no other name under heaven by which men can be saved but that glorious name of Jesus Christ. There is power in the name of Jesus. I've seen that with my own eyes many, many times, and this is a time of year where we remember and honor the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, where we gather together with family. I heard a great quote yesterday. You know, it's the time of year we can all sit in front of a dead tree and eat candy out of socks. Isn't that wonderful? I'm really, really excited to go into the Christmas season with friends and family and rejoice and be glad. And, you know, we got to just shut the door on these COVID crazies and their lockdowns and restrictions. I do advise you get your Christmas turkey or ham early. Get your shopping out of the way this week because probably next week there's a Grinch in the works. They're going to start getting a, you know, their, their goal is to make us miserable. And our job is to refuse that. I will not be miserable. I will not be controlled by your dictates. This is going to be a joyful celebration of our Lord and Savior. So take steps that you have to now so that you're fully prepared and you don't need to go into any stores next week. And uh, I think that's just a, a good piece of advice to follow. So this week is an exciting week for the mainstream media and for mainline Christians. They're all rejoicing that the COVID vaccine is coming to the rescue Hurrah, hurrah. I have a couple of questions about that. First of all, when the COVID vaccine, when people receive it, they will have to continue wearing masks and practicing social distancing because they just don't know if the COVID vaccine actually stops the spread of COVID-19. Um, remind me again why people are taking this. They don't know that it will inhibit severe reactions or ICU and, and critical illness from COVID either. And you know, something I find very sketchy is that here in Canada, we've had 13,400 quote-unquote COVID deaths, which is the same number of deaths we would have in a typical flu season, limited almost completely to elderly in extended care facilities who would have normally died Roughly that number or even a little bit more would have died of pneumonia or the flu in a regular year. But none of them died of pneumonia or the flu this year. All of them died of COVID. So I, I'm very, very suspicious as to just how severe COVID is. I, I believe there is a virus and it does, uh, you know, people know they've got it because they lose their sense of taste and smell. But aside from that, I'm... I'm it's very hard to convince me that it's this super deadly disease, or at least the strain that's passing along now in the Western world. There was an announcement in the UK 
that a new strain of COVID-19 has come along that is spreading faster. And that is always a possibility that the COVID-19 strain can mutate into something more harmful. But uh, we were also told, remember those leaked papers from the Canadian government, we were told that there would be increased lockdowns in December, restrictions would be increased, and going into January of next year, they were talking about a COVID-21. And they're, they're talking about something that simply doesn't exist. If we do see a COVID-21 next year, I guarantee you it was released by globalists. It was purely by choice purely by plan and not natural whatsoever. And if there is an announcement of COVID-21, I'm leaving town. I'm not sticking around because Bill and Melinda Gates on television declared that this one would get people's attention. Um, I was horrified to see that, and I'm watching very carefully for it. But as of right now, I don't see the need for all the lockdowns, the, the craziness. Right now, Windsor, Ontario is under full, complete lockdown. Code red, guys. Code red. It's that severe. And no one is allowed to, to travel. Police are stopping people at checkpoints to find out who they are. Show me your papers. Why are you traveling? All that good stuff. And it, it really opens up the, uh, an understanding of the psychology of this pandemic. A pandemic, by virtue of its nature, comes in waves in the spring and fall. And in the first wave, we got a taste of lockdowns and masks and social distancing and a restriction of movement. And in the second wave, we're being conditioned to accept even more restrictions and losses of freedom. And these lockdowns are going to grow in intensity in the midst of this quote-unquote second wave. Now, what they're doing is with the PCR test, the sensitivity is jacked all the way up so it can find a fractured bit of a virus in your body from a flu you had last year and say, yep, you're COVID positive, time to self-isolate. And once the vaccine begins to roll out, they can start to dial that number down so that more and more people show negative. They have that control. And for them to, you see how they're evading actual science and using all of these things to condition us, to program us, to get us used to um, accepting lockdowns, restrictions, losses of freedom. And what this tells me, the, the way I see this is Jesus on Judgment Day separates the sheep from the goats. His sheep go to the right because they did the things that he commanded them to do. And Jesus says, if you love me, you will keep my commands. And that's what they did. They did the things Jesus commanded. When I was thirsty, you gave me water. When I was hungry, you gave me food. When I was in prison, you came and visited me. When I was sick, you, you looked after me. You did the things that I called you to do and showed your love for me. And the goats are like, Lord, didn't we do all of these we prophesied and we did this and that. And Jesus said, when I was sick, you didn't visit me. When I was in prison, you, you, 
paid no attention. When I was thirsty, you gave me no water. When I was naked, you gave me no clothing. In other words, they said with their mouths that they loved Jesus, but their lives didn't demonstrate that love whatsoever. So they, they believed in their mind, but it did not impact the way they lived their lives at all. We're seeing a reverse of that separation of the sheep and goats going on right now in the earth. Satan is separating his sheep from his goats. And of course, it's the opposite. Sheep in God's eyes are goats in Satan's eyes. The sheep in Satan's eyes are compliant. They will accept the vaccine. They will accept social tracing. They will accept a health passport. They will accept digital currency. They will accept the mark of the beast. They will go along with everything, and therefore they are Satan's sheep. And the goats are the problem, and and right now, this vaccine is going to separate the sheep from the goats. Those who don't receive the vaccine are not playing along. They're not team players. They are a problem. And we can anticipate next year severe restrictions for our choice not to be vaccinated. And we have to realize there is a culling right now. Satan is separating his sheep from his goats. Jesus said that Christians would be despised by every nation because of his name's sake. We are going to be despised. And right now, you know, Satan is separating us, weeding us out. We're not team players. We're not on board. And therefore, we're goats. And we're going to be separated. We're going to be ostracized. We're going to be punished. And we really need to be prepared for that, accept that there is a price to pay to follow Jesus Christ. People in other parts of the world have been paying that price all along. If you're a Christian in Pakistan, if you're a Christian in Iran, if you're a Christian in Saudi Arabia, in Africa, there is a price to pay. And they're willing to pay that. Now it's our turn. There's going to be a price to pay. And we need to be ready to pay that price. How's that for a bit of Christmas cheer? Um, I strongly encourage you guys to make this Christmas season all about joy to the world, loving your friends and family. This may be the last opportunity we have to gather and eat good food and enjoy one another's company. So make it count. Don't waste it. Don't let the globalists take it away from you. Enjoy it to the fullest. And really remember that Jesus is the reason for this season. God bless and keep you.